Welcome to Golden Gems with Dave Shaw and Bill Hansen. We review each week the career and personal life of one of the great unforgettable artists of the golden days of radio. So please join us on a trip down memory lane as we take a look at today's artist. Then go to our website, www.goldengems.net, where we also look at more of their career and play some of their most unforgettable great hits, which we are unable to share on the podcast. We invite you to join us there also. But for now, sit back and relax as we talk about the life of today's unforgettable artist of the golden days of radio. Dave and Bill here today on Golden Gems, talking this week about the Ames Brothers. The Ames Brothers were a singing quartet consisting of four siblings who were particularly famous in the 1950s for their traditional pop music hits. The Urich Brothers were born in Malden, Massachusetts. Joe, born Joseph Urich, May 3, 1921, to December 22, 2007. Jean, born February 13, 1924, and died April 26, 1997. Vic, who was born on May 20, 1925, and lived through January 23, 1978. And Ed Ames, born Edmund Dantes Urich, on July 9, 1927. They formed the singing group the Amory Brothers, which would become later the Ames Brothers. Born into a non-professional but musically talented family, the boys were raised to enjoy classical music and operatic music. Their parents, David and Sarah Urich, were Russian Jewish immigrants from Ukraine who read Shakespeare and semi-classics to their nine children from the time they were old enough to listen. Three of the brothers formed a quartet with a cousin named Lenny, and had been touring the United States Army and Navy bases, entertaining the troops when they were offered a job at the Fox and Hounds nightclub, one of the fanciest clubs in Boston. This one-week engagement turned into several months when positive word of mouth about their appearance got around. At the time, they were using Vic's middle name, calling themselves the Amory Brothers. They were becoming quite popular in the area, and it was at this time that Joe decided to rejoin the group. He said they were just having too much fun together for him to miss out. Taking their act to New York City, they got a job with band leader Art Mooney. One day, while at Leeds Publishing Company, in search of a song called Should I, that their mother had asked them to sing, Milt Gabler from Decca Records overheard them singing it and asked them to cut a few sides for the Decca Records. Soon they were the top paid group in nightclubs and supper clubs everywhere, and their popularity on television was nationwide. In 1956, they starred in their own show, The Ames Brothers Show, which was seen on Friday nights. It was the first syndicated television show to be shown in foreign countries. The brothers also appeared on ABC's The Pat Boone Chevy Showroom. Over their 15-year career, their prolific work notched up 49 U.S. chart entries, 21 of them on the Coral label before signing with RCA Victor. The group disbanded in 1963, 
But Ed Ames continued with a successful singing and acting career, including playing Daniel Boone's sidekick, Mingo, on the popular Daniel Boone television series. After disbanding, Vic died in a car accident in 1978 at age 52. Gene died of cancer in 1997 at age 73, and Joe died of a heart attack in 2007 at age 86. As of 2020, Ed, age 93, is the last surviving member. Little summary of their life, they were a close harmony vocal quartet with few equals during the 1950s. The Ames Brothers hit number one in 1950 with Sentimental Me and found their biggest hit three years later with You, 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 though they were indeed a family group. The Ames Brothers' surname was actually Urich. Joe, Gene, Vic, and Ed were all born within four short years of each other in Malden, Massachusetts. After winning a few talent contests in their hometown, the group moved to Boston and began performing in nightclubs. They soon made the leap to New York and even Los Angeles and signed to the choral label in late 1958. After a few moderate hits, the Ames Brothers hit big in early 1950 with a double-sided number one hit, Ragmop and Sentimental Me. The B-side eventually triumphed over its flip, and the group hit again later in 1951 with Undecided. The biggest hit of the Ames Brothers' career was the 1953's You, 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 and their continued success during 1954 with The Naughty Lady of Shady Lane bore fruit in the form of their own television program. Though the quartet continued to record throughout the 50s, the dawn of the rock era definitely damaged their career. The group managed two top ten hits in 1957, Tammy and Melody D'Amour, but then folded in 1959. Ed, the youngest Ames brother, continued a performing career and appeared as an Indian named Mingo on the Daniel Boone TV series before hitting the top ten as a solo act with 1967's my Cup Runneth Over. He also appeared on Broadway. Ed Ames, recorded as Eddie Ames, is known, as, we, as Dave just said, for playing Mingo in the television series Daniel Boone and for his pop hits of the mid to late 1960s, including My Cup Runneth Over, Who Will Answer, and When the Snow is on the Roses. Ames' dark complexion and sharp facial features led to his being cast regularly as a Native American. He played Chief Bromden in the Broadway production of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, opposite Kirk Douglas. Talent scouts at 20th Century Fox saw Ames in the production and invited him to play the Cherokee tribesman, Mingo, on the NBC television series, Daniel Boone, along with Fess Parker, Patricia Blair, and Veronica Cartwright. His character's father was an English officer, the fourth Earl of Dunmore, played in the show by Walter Pidgeon. In that show, Mingo was the Earl's eldest son and thus entitled to claim the title as the fifth Earl, but decided to remain part of the Cherokee Nation. 
In an episode of season one, Ames also portrayed Mingo's evil twin brother, Tamaringo. Ames' main character was actually named Carmaringo, but went to Mingo throughout the entire series. Ames played a Mexican bandit in the 1962 The Rifleman episode and guest starred as Kennedy in the 1963 episode The Days of the Pawnees, Part 2, on ABC's The Travel of Jamie McFeeters, with Kurt Russell in the title role. He guest starred in 1963 on Richard Egan's NBC modern western series Redigo. While playing Mingo on television, Eddie developed some skill in throwing a tomahawk. This led to one of the most memorable moments of his career when he appeared on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson on April 27, 1965. During the course of the show, Ames and Johnny Carson were discussing Ames' tomahawk throwing abilities. When Ames claimed that he could hit a target from across the room, Carson asked Ames if he could demonstrate this skill. Ames agreed, and a wood plank with a chalk outline of a cowboy was brought on the stage. As the studio band played a bar of the Adventures of Pow Wow theme, Ames proceeded to throw the tomahawk, which hit the cowboy square in the groin with the handle pointing upward. This led to a very long burst of laughter from the audience <laughs> and from us too, <laughs> which has been called the longest sustained laugh for a live audience in television history. After a moment, Ames proceeded to walk toward the target to retrieve the tomahawk. Sorry about that. Oh. Car Carson ad-libbed, I didn't even know you were Jewish. <laughs> Ames then asked Carson if he'd like to try to take a turn at throwing. <laughs> to which Carson replied, I can't hurt him any more than you did. The clip became a favorite on the show and one that I'll remember too for a while. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> wow. That's quite a talent there. <laughs> I thought maybe he might put Johnny Carson up there and see if he could throw the Tommy arc right between his, right at the side of his ear, but I guess he didn't try that one. He probably wasn't that brave or that dumb either. So, oh dear. Oh, some of the good old times on the Tonight Show and, and the, you know, good old television. I miss those days. Ed Ames married Sarita, Sarah Cachero, in 1947. They had three children, Sonia, Ronald, and Linda, a.k.a. Marcelia, who died in 2007. They were divorced in 1973. He then married Jean Arnold Saviano, to whom he is still married. While maintaining his career, he attended UCLA, receiving his degree in theater and cinema arts in 1975. At the age of 47, Ames, saying, I am a secular Jew, but I feel strongly about Israel, and the Jewish communities of Europe, became president of the Los Angeles chapter of the Zionist Organization of America. While appearing in Daniel Boone, Ames maintained homes in Woodland Hills, Los Angeles, and Tianac, New Jersey. From 1968 until 1987, he also maintained partial ownership of the Phoenix Suns. There were many great hits from Eddie Ames, so even though not a lot is written about any of the Ames brothers, 
We will have another episode on goldengems.net later, which will showcase those great songs by Eddie Ames. But for today, thanks for being with us reviewing what little we know about the Ames Brothers, but enjoying several of their most memorable songs on goldengems.net. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you're having as much enjoyment as we are, reliving some of the unforgettable memories of the golden days of radio. To learn more about the career of today's artists and listen to several of their greatest hits, we invite you to go to our website, www.goldengems.net. May we also encourage you to tell your friends about the show. We'd love to have them join us in these little trips down memory lane. And as always, we invite your feedback or comments on goldengemsradio at gmail.com. So until next episode, this is Dave and Bill heading back into the archives to dust off some more unforgettable memories to share with you on Golden Gems.